From deep inside the vaults of the Holmes Archive of Electronic Music, here is Tom Holmes, your curator and guide to vintage electronic music and audio experimentation. This episode is called Music for Plants. While we're on the subject of houseplants, let's stop, look, and think about some comparisons between these foliage-flowering, bulbous and cacti friends and the human beings that we know and love. Did you know that the more plants you have in your home, the better it is for your general health and appearance? Did I lie to you? Of course not. It's well known that the more plants that you keep in your house or room, the more care you'll take to recreate the same healthful conditions in which those plants grew up yours. Most plants need proper ventilation, a comfortable temperature to live in, clean bodies and clean atmosphere, healthy exercise and a little love and care. I'm sure you'll agree that these requirements are shared by every member of your family. One of the reasons that we've been taking plants to hospitals and sick friends for generations is that these plants draw a lot of the carbon dioxide and other unwanted gases out of the sick room and exchange them for fresh, clean oxygen. And since they like to live, they usually cause the nurses or attendants to open the blinds and let a little sunshine in those sick rooms. This is Tom Holmes, and welcome to the Archive of Electronic Music. So for this episode, I thought it would be fun, and perhaps even informative, to feature electronic music from the archives that was created for, inspired by, or generated by plants. Many of these recordings began to appear in the 1970s when having houseplants was a thing and there were popular books such as Plants Are People Too, all about how to care for and keep your plants healthy. There was also some scientific research at the time which indicated that certain types of sounds could stimulate plant growth. As a result, many musicians found ways to incorporate that idea into the making of their music. The playlist for this episode is enormously detailed when it comes to these recordings. I even tried to find succinct quotes from the liner notes of each that described the effect that they were actually trying to get at when they made this this music for plants. So let me run down the playlist. The first 12 tracks consist of music created as a stimulation for plant growth, sometimes based on the latest scientific data and in keeping with the artist's interpretation of that data, or simply music inspired by plants, but not actually based on any science whatsoever. So we're going to begin with Mort Garson and Rhapsody in Green, which was a promotional album called Mother Earth's Plantasia, and it was created on the Moog Modular Synthesizer. This was one of the last great Moog Modular albums before the onset of the polyphonic and computer-controlled synthesizers. The album had a very limited distribution upon release, only being available to people who bought a houseplant from a store called Mother Earth in Los Angeles, or those who purchased a Simmons mattress from a Sears outlet. From the liner notes, it says, 
full, warm, beautiful mood music especially composed to aid in the growing of your plants. And then there's another quote from a scientist named Dr. T.C. Singh of the Department of Botany at Anamali University in India, which says, it has been proven beyond any doubt that harmonic sound waves affect the growth, flowering, and seed yield of plants. And I suspect that's all Mort Garson needed to hear to create this piece, Rhapsody in Green, and the rest of this album called Plantasia. After that, we're going to have a little bit of an oddball record in the science vein. It was produced by Jerry Camarada, and it's called the track is called Opus 1000, and it's from Plant Serenade in 1975. It is, quote, a collection of tonal experience for your lawn, vegetable garden, and exotic plants. It only consists of electronic frequency tones to stimulate plant growth at least reportedly stimulate plant growth. Yes, this record was actually released. On the cover, it shows a violin player and some houseplants in the foreground, but the sounds are purely electronic. Each of the seven tracks features a tone of a different frequency. Yes, that's it. It's an entire album of seven tones. It is apparently based on theories in the book the Secret Life of Plants in 1973, for which a film was also made a couple of years later and inspired Stevie Wonder to create his uh, more musical soundtrack of the same name. From the liner notes, it also says, you are encouraged to provide a program of good nutrition to your plants during your stimulation program with this album. The next track is called Moses on a Raft from Plant Music. It's by a group uh, that was called Baroque Bouquet, produced by Tom Shannon and Tony DeMaria. This album refers to various academic studies linking music to plant growth, coming to the conclusion that music which departed from loud percussive sounds and toward harmonic, uniformly structured forms, such as Baroque music, was ideal for plants. From the liner notes, within the limitations we have described, it appears that growing plants respond both toward and away from contrasting sound energies introduced into their environments. So we know our music will stimulate a favorable response within your growing plants. Of course, something without a lot of heavy percussion would probably be calming for a plant. Hence, this album. The next track is actually from a cassette released in 1998, self-released in 1998, by um, an artist named Dale Tomell, who went by the name of Vale of Nath. It's called The Heart of the Deep Forest, from Hymn of the Plants. And this is a track I think was inspired by plant growth, but says nothing more about it. Then we have uh, three tracks that were uh, produced for a special project commissioned by the IGA Expo in 1993 in Stuttgart. Uh, These were three of the tracks that were composed for the sound garden portion of the exhibit using a 12-speaker system in a garden setting. The artist is Bukhard Schmidl, and we're going to hear parts four, five, and six. Following that will be Marco Madia, Photosynthesis from Music for Plants. This is a Canadian release by an Italian electronic music producer based in Berlin. 
After that, we'll hear Modern Biology, Sword Fern in the Morning, Rag Bharavi, from Plant Music, Volume 1. Modern Biology is a Vancouver-based artist who uses bioelectricity, Indian raga, and analog synthesis to create his works. He says, this is not science, this is art. Then we'll hear Joshua Bonetta, Cactus, from The Folklore of Plants, Volume 1, a UK compilation of short compositions around local plants of the southwest region of England. The album itself was researched and executed by 31 artists, and Joshua is the first of the ones I'm going to play. I'm going to play two more tracks. The next track from this album is by Zoe Naylor, and it's called Nettle, Urtica Dioica. This album also featured an enclosed pamphlet, uh, including plant lore and illustrations from various artists, and an herbal medicine section by Naylor. The third track from Folklore of Plants is by Mary and David. It's called Rowan Sorbus Ocuparia. Then we'll hear Mice Parade, Guitars for Plants, from an album called Obrigado Saudad, which is performed and recorded by Adam Pierce. And finally, we'll have a contemporary classical piece from 1970, which also uses the Moog modular synthesizer, as well as the Buchla modular synthesizer that was composed by Paul Chihara and realized in the electronic music studios of UCLA. The piece is called Logs 16, so named because it was the 16th take in the recording studio. I think that this is pretty much a real-time performance by Chihara using two famous modular synthesizers by Moog and Buchla. Douglas Leedy was also recording in the studio around that time, and you may know that name. As you listen to this track, you will notice that it fades in from the previous track called Driftwood. You will hear some of that first as it blends into the electronics of Log 16. Then the final two tracks will consist of music generated by plants using electronics, amplification, and audio processing. These are both more recent works. We'll have Plasma Palace and a track called Music of the Plants. This is a self-released track from 2013. This was created with a device called Bamboo, which connects directly to a plant, perceives its electromagnetic signals, and translates it into musical harmonies. This recording was made with two of these devices. And then the final track will be by Shane Mendonca, Lavender. And it's from Plant Music, a release from 2021. Lavender is a generative music performance featuring a lavender plant connected to some Eurorack synthesizer modules using a biofeedback sensor which distributes data from the plant to the synthesizers. The pulsating bass is a result of the raw data output from the sensor that is modulating the pulse width on several Moog oscillators. And the background music you've been hearing during this introduction, you heard some of Jerry Baker's House Plants from Plants Are Like People, 1973. And going way back to 1957, we heard a bit of um, the mushroom ceremony of the Mazatec Indians of Mexico, which technically falls into the plant kingdom, I guess, the mushroom. Let's listen now 
to selections from the archives of Music for Plants.
nettles are fiery, spiky, stinging plants. If they don't have this thing, then all the animals would eat them because they're so nourishing. They contain lots of vitamins and minerals and they're high in iron and can be used for anemia and in pregnancy as an iron tonic. They are good for arthritis and gout. They cleanse the blood and cleanse the skin and they are antihistamine and help with hay fever. They Emotionally they work on as a resistant and abundant plant. They help us keep our boundaries, help us learn to say no when saying no is difficult or is not common so much anymore. They help us be who we are and not compromise for other people. Very fiery and hot.
You've been listening to Music for Plants on the Archive of Electronic Music. This is Tom Holmes. Details about these works can be found on the podcast website. Notes from the program are found on my blog, Noise and Notations, located at tomholmes.com. If you would like to learn more about the history of electronic music, please read my book, Electronic and Experimental Music, published by Routledge in print or as an ebook. You may also want to read my book about sound art, available now from Routledge. So long from the Archive of Electronic Music. All of the music heard in this podcast, unless otherwise indicated, is brought to you from the Holmes Archive of Electronic Music, a curated collection of vintage recordings. For a complete playlist, go to theholmesarchive.podbean.com. All crackles, surface noise, and other imperfections heard in this podcast are purely intentional. All intro, outro, and other incidental music is by Tom Holmes, unless otherwise noted in the playlist. For notes about this episode, please see the blog Noise and Notations at TomHolmes.com. So long from deep inside the Holmes Archive of Electronic Music. Thank you.